take it beyond the chair. Hey, we gonna take it beyond the chair. Welcome to Beyond the Chairs. Today we have Pat Tenson in the house. Welcome, Pat. Hi, how's everybody doing? How you feeling? Don't be trying to talk all soft. <laughs> I do talk soft. I'm, I'm gonna be softer than that when I get through with my drink. <laughs> so, Pat, I've been, oh my gosh, I, I didn't work that what? We didn't work that two salons together? Uh, yes, what, no, three. No, were you at the first new attitude? No, I wasn't at the first one. I was at the uh, Hearthdown one. I worked at the Okay, Hearthdown. you didn't go to Ecstasy. No, I didn't go to Ecstasy. Did but you, you did go to uh, Westchester. Uh, Chester, did you? No, Inglewood. Yeah, yeah. Spot three one three. So two mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So been in the business for a long time, huh? Yeah, thirty eight years. Thirty eight years and counting, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. You don't. Plan and I'm on- tired. Are you winning? Huh? You plan on retiring? Well, I'm semi retired now. I only work four days a month. Oh, that's, that's, she said I'm semi-retired. Yeah, I am. That's semi, wouldn't it be? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's, because I only work um, in LA every other week. So that's semi-retired to me, Saturday, Sunday. All right. I, mm-hmm. okay. So, but yeah, but am I going to retire from doing hair? No. Never. Never. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. I will either. No, I'm gonna stay doing hair, but um, now I'm in Phoenix. Now I mean, well, in Arizona, I'm in Arizona now, and I work basically one day a week. Okay, just to give me something to do, you know, because I don't have nothing to do out here. I don't know nobody, so right. I don't have anything to do out here. So that gives me something yourself, to do. Huh? You by huh? yourself? You out there by yourself? No, my whole family is here. The only one that's not here is my brother Brian. He moved to Denver. Oh, but my sisters and my brother Anthony, he lives about maybe 25 minutes from me. And then my son here with me. And then my other son just moved here, but he lived with his girlfriend. So oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right. So. so tell me a little bit about yourself and the business. How long you Okay. Been? Well, I've been in business. First of all, I'm fly. No, let me stop. No. <laughs> Um, I've been in business for 38 years. I love what I do. I have no intention to stop doing what I do. Um, I've been to maybe, I think to, this would be shop number 61 for me. What? Um, yeah. Yeah, this is shop 61. And um, the last, let's see, one, two, the last three shops I was in, I was in my own studio. So I do appreciate that. Um, the hair business is getting kind of wicked now. Although people are complaining about the hair, they're still trying to find a way to get their hair done. So that's a good thing. But with this coronavirus, it's it's very scary to kind of tackle and go back into, you know, because once they open us up, then you're afraid and say to yourself, should I go back in? Yeah. You know, I should. what should I do? So it's frightening, but you got to make your money. Right. So you have to do what you have to do by all means necessary. If that means going to the house and do it, that's what you have to do. But I also work on set too. So I work with Naya. Okay. So Naya Sydney. Um, she's been on very many different things, hidden figures, um, 
oh, what has she been on? She's doing the Venus Williams story. She, she's doing a lot. So I'm on set with her. I do more of her promos, which is, I like a lot better than working on set because you have to work with different people and that's fine, but I just want to work with one. Right. So, you know, I'm too old to be going through this, uh, trying to get in the business and trying to kiss this person, but to get to, it's politics, just like politics, yeah. but at a different level. So, but I do enjoy it. I mean, so that's why I'm able, well, I guess I'm not, semi-retired uh, but I do have intentions of leaving California completely mm. you know because it's too I'm too old for that I don't I'm, let me just say that I don't feel like doing it anymore you know what I mean right. so my, I have clients that are coming down next week they're flying down next week in my you know where I work here because you know Arizona is open yes so they're flying here so that still gives me the ability to do hair without having to. So I tell them, you know, if I can come there once a week or once every other week to do your hair, surely you should come to me or, or you can go somewhere else. So I'm not going to fight you going to someone else and I will refer you to someone else. Right. You know, but in the meantime, I'm not going to make my life stop because, you know, California has shut down. Right, right. Because right. I don't shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would have to agree with that. So um, yeah. talk a little bit about how coronavirus has affected your business. Like I said, uh, California is closed down. Mm -hmm. So um, we're not able to work. Uh, they put us on a stay-at-home order. Right, right. It's just crazy. Uh, but it really has impacted my business in California. It has. But mm -hmm. I do have loyal clients that fly out to me. So that's what keeps me afloat. And also I'm put in a very good position right now where I really don't really, really have to work. Right. You know, but that's what I that's my heart. That's my love. That's what that's yeah. my passion, you know. So exactly. I'm not gonna just ever say, Oh, okay, I'm doing so good I can stay at home. I don't care how good you're doing, you could always make more money. Exactly. You know, because you wanna shop, you wanna travel, you wanna do different things, but the corona has affected us in that area as well. Yeah, because you can't just go traveling where you want to go. We had to cancel five trips, and I'm like, really? I just <laughs> know I was on my way, you know. But right, because right, right. Of, you can't go nowhere, you know. So that's not fun. But also, the corona, uh, this coronavirus has also impacted my life in a different way, for the better. So not only for the worse, but for the better, because it made me be able to really enjoy my home because I moved here in 2017 and I never got a chance to enjoy it. I you know, know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, if you're going back and forth, back and forth, how do you get the time to enjoy where you stay? Right, right, right. So I haven't even been all over Phoenix. I just went to Scottsdale about maybe two weeks ago. And I was like, wow, I've been missing out. But I've, always, I've lived here back and forth for the last 10 years. Yes. I so, but... Yeah, but it's like, you can't even go nowhere. So, but now I thank God that Phoenix, I mean, Arizona is open, so I can roam around and go shopping, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's just cut down everything else, but it made me closer with my family. Yeah. It made me actually sit back and evaluate and go over how much money I was wasting. Because mm. I used to spend at least $30 a week in Starbucks. Exactly. When I had Starbucks at the house, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, okay. And then it also kept me from, because I am, 
would I say I'm well Kilolo says that I am addicted, but I'm not addicted. I have nothing to do down here. So I'm always at the casino. I'm like 15 minutes away from the casino. Oh. So that had a so I mean, you know, it's like, okay, really? This is what I've been doing with my life. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I've been going to the casino and I can go and stay anywhere I want to. This goes to tell you how crazy it is. I can go stay in Vegas for three months and not pay for a room. See, yeah, that tells me how crazy it is, Pat. <laughs> yeah, so maybe I am, have, I, but so what I have learned to do in this time, so what I've done is I started going to the gym, so I'm successful with my waist loss that I've been doing. That's cool. So I just go to the gym now. Right. And then sometimes I go to the casino, but it, it just made me realize how much money I was putting out and the money that I was putting out, I actually could have been bringing in. Right. So spiritually, it's, it's got me focused. Family oriented, it's got me focused. And just being able to sit down and enjoy my home. Because who comes down and buy a big, beautiful home and don't get to spend never time there. in it? Never Never. There. And so yeah. that's just like living in Corona. And you're on the road more than you are. You know, you don't even get to spend time. Like people would commute from Corona to LA to work yeah you're not enjoying your home that's a lot but so that's why I broke it down to okay I'm not going every week I gotta have some time for my child because I still have a son that well he'll be 17 on Tuesday Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I still have a kid here and I'm like he's gonna look at me like well this lady is she my mother is she just my roommate (laughs) you know so So I have to look at that so um are you doing anything new to protect your clients since the COVID nineteen? Oh yes, or- I am. Oh, I am. Okay. I could, they have to. I have the feet covering. Okay. I do the mask. You have to come in with a glove. And now I'm um, asking the clients to come in. You can't come in unless you have been have taken your coronavirus test. Oh. So okay. you have seventy two hours before you come in because I don't care to get that because my mother has underlying issues. She's not at home right now. She's in rehab, but. When she comes back home, I don't want to have to bring her anything. And I don't want my son to get anything because he's, you know, of course, he's homeschooling. Right. right. So I have to. And then, you know, that part is just crazy. So I'm doing it all. I have never cleaned so much in my life. (laughs) Like I, I, because what I have to do is I would usually go in and I would clean. I would do because you shorten your clients. You can't do as many classes we used to do. Right, right. So I build the system. So every time I shampoo a client, I spray down while they're in the chair up under the dryer, I'm spraying down the the wash area. Okay. And so once they get through with the dryer, I'm spraying that down. That cuts my time for the next client. Right. And so when they're in the chair, all I have to do after that, when they get out the chair, you know, clean the chair off and everything, my utensils and everything, and then spray the room and then I can bring in my next client. Right. But it just made you more thorough, which we should have been doing all along. But we slack, you know. But it just made you be a better business person. Yes. You know? Absolutely. And I was like, oh, shoot. Was I supposed to clean like this and sweep? <laughs> like, <laughs> but it, yes. it has made you be more, you know. Feral. Like yeah, very. Because it's like at first you was like a staple of what came in la- this time last year. Oh, I'd have been fine for everything, you know, but now you can't, you won't even find nothing on the floor now because you have got to be so clean. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's true. You know, true. but that's a good thing. So Pat, when did you figure out 
that you wanted to do hair and who inspired you to do that? Oh, well, excuse me, I'm so ghetto. Uh, when I was nine years old, I knew I wanted to do hair. Really? But what I didn't know that my grandmother on my mother's side used to do hair. And then my mom used to do hair. She wasn't licensed cosmetology, but she used to work in the salon. Mm. So I had that. It was something to me, you have to be, that's something that is a God gift. That's a gift from God. So. That's not something that hair is not something that you can learn. I, that's my opinion. You either have it or you don't. Yeah. You're, either in the, you're either in it for the money or you're not. You know, are you, you're, let me take that back. You're in it either for the money or in it because you love what you're doing. Right. So I love what I'm doing. I'm going to make money. I'm not like the average stylist. Now, my prices are, to some people, are maybe expensive, but I feel like this. You pay for what you want. Right. And I'm not going to give away my, my, what I've learned, nor I'm not, I'm going to go in and just take everything that you have because of the position, the job that you have. Exactly. Right. So right. it doesn't matter to me whether you're a star or this, that, and the other. My prices are my prices. Right, right, right. And right. if if I don't tell you that I'm giving, I don't like to use the word special. If I don't tell you that I'm giving you, I'm gifting you with something, please don't ask me, can you have a special? <laughs> because I'm going to specially tell you no. <laughs> <laughs> you What's know, the for real. <laughs> Unless I'm gifting it to you, don't yeah, ask it's, me. Don't, don't ask me, because I had a client to call me the other day and said, well, Pat, uh, do you have any specials due to the corona? <laughs> well, no, I don't. So you know how I am, Erica. So I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't have any specials, and I'm not doing, that was like 2014, <laughs> you know? I mean, we all kind of did things to jump our, our business, and I still do. Actually, but, my prices went up for corona. Oh, yeah. Exactly, because I have to take more into, I, I have to buy more stuff. Yeah. So of course I'm going up. And if you don't, here's my, here's my thing. If you don't want to pay me, it's okay. Because what you won't do, the next person will do. And so I'm so confident, con convinced in Arizona, and I don't want to be like this, but this is how it is. I can work here in Arizona for one week and make what I make in LA. Wow. The four days I'm there, I could triple that. Because it's, hairstyles are much needed out here. And yeah. real talk, the hairstyles don't look like the hairstyles in California. Right, right, right. So I'm just kind of, I kind of got re too, relax too relaxed. Like, because it's like, I, girl, please. Because all I got to do is do one head. And you know, so the, somebody see it, it's, it's yeah. going to be a ripple effect. <laughs> and so for me, these new stylists, to me, they haven't been taught how to be real stylists. Because yeah. they want to wake up at 9 and 10 and go to work. That's not it. <laughs> you have to get up in the early bird catch the worm. So I'm at work at 4 a.m. I was about to say, we did about three or four heads by 9. <laughs> yeah. So that's my hour. I start at 4 in the morning. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to be out because I'm, I'm too old to be working all day and all night. Exactly. I'm tired. I want to get my nap in the daytime. So I start at 4 a.m. I take my last one about 2. Okay. So I would have made my money and I'm gone. Why are you trying to get up and get ready to come to the salon? I'm on my way home. Exactly. You know, so that's what I think um, for me, hair means a lot to me. You know, it's just that I don't think, think that the new style is taken serious. And due to this corona, they're really not taking it serious. But you know what, Pat? The thing with that is that they're going to see that in the long run. Oh, yeah. Because um, yeah. your pockets will see it and won't know. 
Okay. And I'll drink to that. <laughs> it's true. Your pocket's going to see it and you're not going to last in this business. You know, because this is a business that it is truly, it does not, I don't care what anyone say, it is not about the money. It is not. Because if it was about the money, I would be a billionaire. Yes. You have to love what you do. And you can't charge a person by the clothes that they wear because they might have borrowed those clothes or those little shoes. They might have borrowed all this stuff to come to the salon to make a statement. <laughs> you know, and you can't judge a person by the car they drive because they may be living in that car. Yes. So you have to kind of go off of your own instance. And I know normally if a client comes to me, mm-hmm. I know if they're going to come back or not. You know, just why I don't like the friendly clients at all. The ones that's, oh, girl, you're so good. I don't, I don't like you. Right. I don't like you because you're not going to stay with me long. <laughs> you're not, you know. And then I like the clients that kind of come in. And if we build a relationship, fine. If we don't, then that's fine, too. You just come to get a service done. And I'm, you're paying for your service and you're going home. But right. most of my clients are like family to me. Yeah. So am I going to say that I have a large clientele? I'm going to say that I have quantity. I don't, I have, I have quality, I'm not quantity. Yeah, I agree. So I'm not looking to be this stylist that's, oh girl, I got 29 clients. That doesn't impress me. I'm very hard to impress. And so that doesn't, I can have one client. That one client is going to pay me $200. You know what I mean? So all this, oh girl, I have 10, 20 clients today. Okay, good for you. You're going to work yourself to death because I'm not. Exactly. You know, so. So, um. Okay. What are some changes that you would like to see in the field of cosmetology? I know you said you don't like the way that the young, younger generation is the way that they treat the business. What are some mm-hmm. things that you would like to see changed in this field? Well, I think, let's see, for as what? For as state board, for as clients, or just in general? I would just say in general. I, I I know for me the the whole integrity thing, you know, um, you know, being true to the business and um ha- being licensed or being certified. Oh yes, yes. Um, you know, giving everybody the same treatment that you would give the next person when you're working in a salon for somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh just it, it's so many things. I can run down a list of, of the stuff that I would like to see change, but I mean... F- I, I would li- I would personally say I would like to see less non-licensed stylists on the platform okay. because we worked hard to get to where we are. Right. And it doesn't stop just in school because once you get out of school, you still have to learn. I still take classes. Right. I'm still doing things to grow my business. So I just, I make ponytails, I make wigs, you know, I'm starting to do dreads, I'm starting to do lashes. I've always did eyebrows. I'm always looking for a way to grow, but I try to work smarter, not harder. So if it's anything too hard, I don't want to do it. Now, for its braiding, I was braided, I became a hairstyle. Well, I braided before I started doing hair. Right. So I don't like braiding, but uh, if my money gets funny, I will braid you up. You know, so I don't let, I try not to send anybody out my chair into another chair. Right. Yeah. So although I specialize in short haircuts and wigs and making wigs, I don't want to see you going over to so-and-so, but I'm not to the point where I'm so greedy that I won't pass on the, on the stylist, right. a, a stylist, another client. Yes. Yes. 
So I would like to see that change. Stop giving everybody a platform on Instagram. <laughs> if you don't have, you may be good, but if you're that good, take the time to go to school like we did. Don't go just because, you know, oh, well, I was gifted. Yeah, you were gifted, but you weren't gifted enough to go sit up in school and get that certificate or that license. Mm -hmm. So I would like to see that change. And I also would like to see people come in and don't take stylists for granted because we are taken for granted all the time. They feel like it's because we work for ourselves that we need the money. Well, guess what? I don't need your money. (laughs) I don't. So. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because people feel like, oh, well, girl, I know she'll do my hair. I'm the first to exit you out my chair and the first to say no. And so it doesn't I, matter. And, and because mm-hmm. I, you like me, you a saver. I don't I don't spend all my money. You Girl, <laughs> so I don't I, have time for that. Exactly. I don't have, I've been blessed in too many ways for me to be sitting up here trying to figure out, first of all, I'm not going to kiss you, but to get what I have. I'm no. not doing that. No. So if you think you can call me at the last minute and say, well, Pat, hey, girl, can you do my hair? Because, you know, I, I've had a client tell me one time, well, you know, I helped pay for that bins. <laughs> no. If I was too thug, because I was saying to myself, you got paid for this bins. If I was just doing you, that I you would not pay for that bins out there. I wouldn't have got a bins. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have got nothing, you know. So... And I also would like to see, first of all, that's the second thing I would like to see is that clients don't take us for granted and try to, uh, uh, oh, well, can, can I pay someone so and so? And when you go get your Louis, your Versace or your Gucci or whatever, you don't ask no questions about can you get a discount? You go, you pay for it and you leave up out of there. So don't, don't expect me to give you nothing free because I, I don't have nothing free coming from you, but goodbye. Exactly. You know, so that's something I, I would like to see just just get it together as clients before yeah. you approach me. Because I'm, I'm a stylist that I'm a very, let me just say this about me. You either like me, love me, or don't. Right. I'm not going to be fake with you. I'm very straight to the point. If you ask me something, I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to try to be your friend because my friend circle is very, very, very small. <laughs> I'm not introducing new friends because I don't want them, you know? <laughs> So it's it's a lot. Respect about you. Yeah, because I can be kind of too straightforward. I lost you, but anyway, I can be kind of too forward with people. And that's something that people some people can appreciate. Most fake people can't, and I don't care. So I'm either like, I don't care about this. And then I'm not the clicky kind where I have to be in click, click with this stylist. I don't have to be in a click with you. Right. Because we're in the same business, you know, I would give you as much respect as you give me. But I'm not in no clique. I'm not trying to get with this person because of what they have. I'm me. Either you like me or you don't like me. I don't care who I do or what I do and how long I've been doing them. That doesn't make me. I make me as I, my work makes me who I am. Exactly. Not the people that I hang around. You know what I mean? So that's something that um that's something that I think people should really not gear towards. Like, oh, she goes to her because of so and so and so and so. Just because they charge you $950 for your hair service does not make your hair look like it's $950. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Yep, I can hear you. Yes. I, do, I just don't have a camera on. Oh, okay. Your camera is not on. Okay. I can't see you. Yeah, my but died, so we gonna Yeah. Have- that's fine. But other than that, um, what else do I want to see change? Um, 
I think all these fines with state board, I think that's a little excessive to a certain degree because I got a fine one time because I had a piece of hair on the floor and I thought I had swept. And I'm like, how do you expect me to work and do hair and cut hair and not have any signs of hair? Of hair, yes. So to me, that's that's completely ridiculous. Yes. So I have a problem with that. It's like, okay, cut it down. You guys just want the money. Because I never forget, I just got cited for $1,100 not too long ago. Because I had, yes, I had the, you know how you have your little conditioners open, the little, the little squirt top popped yeah. up? Uh-huh. I got $50 fine for that. I got a $50 fine because I had some hair in the sink. I got a $50 fine. It added, I got a $100 fine or something for, because I had the uh, hamper that, you know, had like the decorative hamper, but Uh it didn't have a cover. It had a cover over it, but it wasn't a seal cover. Okay. Okay. That was, and I was like, are you kidding me? And then I didn't, of course, I didn't have the little rules from state board. That was a big fine. So it it cost me about $1,100. And I was like, really? So I went to court. I was about to I say, fight that. I sure went to the board and they, they knocked it down to seven. So I was happy for that. But I said, I'm going to fight for this. Yes. And and when you get a chance, send me that information because we're trying to get some of our money back. This board is just ridiculous. With this yeah, board. they are. I think they just do stuff. And that, it's a little lady. She's a Chinese lady. She was really nice to me, though. But everybody else hated her in the salon but me. Because I was like, she was nice to me because she made she let me clean up, you know. Right, right. But... She, I just think you don't have to come in with this sense of authority like you all, you know, I'm a, even though that would have been me back in the day, but you don't have to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I learned that you don't have to be like that. But so I would like to see that change. And for me, my change with this with this pandemic and everything, I'm going to going for to be an instructor here in Arizona. So oh. that's what I'm doing. So that's something, but it, it's a lot, it's so many things in the hair industry that I don't like and I wish they could change. You know, I think that we, especially as African-Americans, I think that we could work a little bit better together other than putting each other down. You know what I'm saying? Just because if it's something that I see that a stylist don't like, I, I try to make it my, I try now that, cause you know, when you get older, you know better, you learn better, you learn better, you try to do better. Yes. So, so for me now, if someone come in and talking about, well, you know, this stylist came to me, I'd be like, wait, because I'm not going to talk about her because when you get out of my chair, you're going to possibly talk about me. So we're not going to bash stylists. Exactly. <laughs> and then I can't stand the stylists that think that they're all that. And I'm thinking to myself, if you're all that, I don't care if you're doing Donna Ross, I don't care if Beyonce, I don't care who you do. If you were all that, you probably wouldn't be working. So <laughs> <laughs> let's just stop that, you know. Exactly. So I would just like more of a, a connection other than being the top notch or the head bitch in charge or whatever you want to be in the right. hair industry amongst the African American. That's what I would like to see change. Just be it be knowledgeable to each other. You every it's enough work for everyone. So you don't have to hide what you do or oh, I'm not sharing this. That's to me that's ignorant. Yeah. But to each his own, you know, but it's a lot of us out there that feel like Oh, well, girl, I'm not going to show her what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, you're not going to give any blessings, Missy. You know, okay. I know because I, I remember Pat um, with the weaves. Um, you know, out in the top, how you can right the closure closure thing. Yeah, and I used to see you do that, and I was like, "Can you show me how to do that?" And you showed it, show me. I was like, "But some people wouldn't show show me that." No, because they feel like when well, you taking it away from me, you can't take nothing from me that God have for me. 
point blank period. So, I mean, my thing is knowledge, it can go so far. And to me, you'll get more blessings by sharing than keeping them within. Stop holding on to stuff. What you being stingy for? You know, if you can share it, share it. You know, but don't be so stingy. You feel like, oh, uh, um, I'm not going to show so-and-so because, you know, girl, she thinks she can. I don't, as a matter of fact, Eric, and this is no offense to you or any other stylist, but I don't really care for hairstylists. Oh, gosh, you be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Because some of them, some of them are really cool, but some of them have such a nasty attitude. You know why I say that, Erica? I say that because I was one at one time. So I can only speak on something that I have walked through. Right, 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 right. You know, so yeah, I was not, I was not a, a nice stylist at all. I was, my clients would come in, I would do their hair and I thought I was just it. Right. You know, I'm like, mm, I'm not talking to you. Just get your hair done, pay me and buy. But I, as you get, as you get older and you learn, you know, you can't be like that. Like, now that I work, I have my celebrity uh, client that I do, and I have a couple that I do. If I went in my thirties, girl, I wouldn't have survived. I would have thought I was all that. That wouldn't. That's that's why God didn't bless me right there. <laughs> well, speaking I mean, of that, what type of advice would you give a new stylist about the business? Ooh, somebody that's hmm. into the business that knows nothing about the business. What type of advice would you give them? I would say go into it with a passion heart. Don't go into it on a for the money. You have to go into it with passion because you love what you do. Um, I think that you should be very uh, grateful to the clients that come to you and very respectful. I don't think that you should have to go out of your way to get a client. Anything that you do natural will come naturally. Right, right. So I think just be, you know, be true to the game and be true to yourself mm-hmm. as it's going into the business and learn how to, the main thing is learn how to advertise. advertise. Okay. You have to learn how to advertise. For me, when I started, I always go back to what did it, what did it take me to do to get into the hair business? What I did at, when I went into the hair business, I first started off in a nail and hair salon because I wanted to piggyback off the nail clients. Oh, good idea. And so that's what I did. And another thing I did, and I would advise this for any new clients, but some people don't want to do it. What I do, like I'm doing in Arizona now down here, I'm getting spotters. And spotters are people that you pull from, like at my store, the grocery store. I live in an area where it's a, it's a, where it's a strip mall. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I picked someone that worked at Ross someone that worked at Fry's, someone that worked at Jack in the Box, someone. I picked everyone from every location, every um, operation, business operation, by my salon. I picked people, IHOP, Denny's, one person from each place and told them, I'll give you a complimentary hairdo. Come check me out. Just send me clients. Wow, that's a good but idea. Because you, people don't know you're there. Right. And can't trust you unless you've done something for them. So sometimes you have to give in order to get. Yeah. You can't, you have to remember going in as a new stylist, you have to be able to give something to get money in return, to get something back. So they don't know your work, but if you, who don't want free? Exactly. <laughs> you know? So you tell them, I want, in wording, when you say these things, wording means everything. Yeah. Never say free. 
Never say free because <laughs> it dummy down your business and it dummy downs your 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 confidence to me. So if you say complimentary, that means I am convinced and I know that I'm gonna sell my product or my work to you. I know what I'm doing. But if you say free, that's like, oh my God, I'm kind of like, I don't know. Oh God, I hope. No, I'm confident about mine. So if I tell a client, I'm going to give you a free, doing a complimentary weave is nothing to me because it doesn't take that long. And I'm not going to lose anything, but I'm going to gain the world from it. Exactly. Yeah. So that's one thing. Those are the two things that I would advise a, a new stylist to do. No, three things. Be confident, open-minded. So that's a couple of things, huh? Open-minded, get you some spotters and be willing to say, you know what? Okay, this client is not for me. Everyone is not going to like your work. I have few people that don't like my work, but I have maybe I can count on one hand the people that just don't like my work. I have more people that didn't like my attitude opposed to my work. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have even, you know, for me, back in the days for me, if you're arrogant and think you got it going like I did back in the days, I mean, you know, you have to learn. You'll eventually learn. But for me, it was just like, you know what? This is me. Like it or don't. You know, and a lot of stylists have that, you know, but people would say, even my good friend, Laura, she would tell people to this day, even though she just, she's been kicked out of my chair and I sent her somewhere. (laughs) Several times, but she's been back. (laughs) But no, she still goes to a former co-worker and I'm fine with that. I don't have no problem with it, but that cannot, that's how strong our bond is. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if she needs something done, of course, but even she'll send clients to me still and she'll say, Pat is good, but (laughs) he can be mean sometimes. So now she doesn't say it as much, Uh but that used to be her thing. Well, you just have to look over Pat. And I told her, don't don't say me. I'm fine. (laughs) Don't say me. They're just going to have to either deal with me or don't come to me. You know, but you know, that You there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. So basically, girl, I don't spill my drink. I think I'm a little tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no. Nah, yeah, but I did waste my drink. But um, I think that, you know, it, it, I learned from that too. I'm like, girl, stop telling people I'm mean here. You know? <laughs> I'm trying to get it together. You got you getting it together. No, me, I already got together. Yeah. But my thing is, like I told Laura, I will be 55 in May. Girl, I, whatever. If you want to come to me, cool. If you don't want to come to me, okay. <laughs> I ain't gonna cry. <laughs> so, yes. There's somebody you can go out there to. Somebody, everybody, some, you know, everybody ain't for me. I can't do everybody. Because somebody gonna want you to sit there and say, girl, you know, you look so... I'm not doing that. Exactly. Everybody ain't for everybody. No, they're not. So don't look for every... That's another thing. Don't look like... Don't look for everybody to like you. Because people make... People used to just come to me, honestly, because of the good work that I did. Right. right. They didn't come to me because they like me. Hell, sometimes I don't like myself. How you gonna expect... Somebody like you know, come on now. But that's it. I don't know. So, our, so what do you got another question here? Okay. Do you think that uh state board licensure is important. To be licensed? Yes. Oh god, yeah. Yes. 
Yes. By all means, I th- do I think state boards, do they, do you, are you asking me, do you think the stylist should be licensed? Yes. Yes. Th- th- didn't I just go over there? Because it's so, many, <laughs> it's so many of us out there that have worked hard for what we do, but, yeah, you know, we don't work hard for we did this person over here that don't have no yeah you got the knowledge yes you good yes you good but prove it to me can you pass a test exactly right. not to say that you don't have the talent or the gift of of doing hair you didn't do what I did to get it and it's not fair because I put in sixteen hundred hours right to get my license and you coming up talking about some oh girl I'm on YouTube come to me and I'm like okay who answers I do. But that's me. So yeah. yes, it's very important to get that. And people be like, well, girl, I could do hair. I don't have to go to school. Well, prove it to me. Do you have a theory behind that? Right. If your client's hair turned green and it's gray, well, who, what do you know? Do you know the chemistry behind that? Exactly. That's so true. So, so that's what is important. It's not so much that you could do hair. Can you, can you get the healthiness of hair? Can, like me. Right. I can do a perm in a, a permanent color at the same time. It's not supposed to be done, but because I know what to do to keep the hair on your head, I do it. See? See? But a person that's working out of uh, their house, because it's, it's a lot of uh, professionals that work out their house, and now more than ever because they don't close down the shops. But, um, right, right. But my thing is, you know, don't be so quick to say and be so... Um, so don't be so quick to say, I know how to do hair and I do hair better than some styles. Okay, but guess what you don't have? You don't have your paperwork. Right. That's just like saying, girl, we've been together so long. I feel like we married. Girl, you don't have your marriage certificate. <laughs> so that is Because if he died, guess what? You're yeah. not going to benefit nothing. No, not. You ain't got no insurance on him or nothing. So that's why, ladies, it's important if you live with somebody, I'm getting off the subject right quick, have some insurance on <laughs> Yeah, but so no, yes, I do think that it's very important for people to be licensed. And so, Pat, before we end, what are some of your future goals that you have going on? My future goals is to start my own line. Okay. Um, for with the wigs and products, and to. Uh, become get my license to be an instructor. That's my future goals. Oh, okay. And to actually also, I would like to um, teach these uh, younger stylists, and not so much younger, but anyone that's getting into the business, how to actually go about building and branding. Okay. So that's my that's what I have in mind. That's good. So girl, wish me luck, cause you know sometimes. Yeah, so when you talk about um, your product, you're talking about having a wig company. So we'll finally have a Black-owned wig company and Black-owned. Girl, yeah, if I get with this man, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I actually am looking and thought about looking into sponsors, you know, like to get me where I want to be. Because I watch a lot of uh, these young ladies. This one lady, I can't think of her name, but she's really good with the short wigs. Uh-huh. And um, she has her own little wig line. So I would like to do that. I don't know how in depth I want to go, but I would like to have people up under me so I can just kind of sit back. Right, right, right. Okay. So, yeah. That's, so maybe that's in the working. If I can just, you know, get, because you have to have a, a good amount of money, not too much, but 
you have to have some money really to just kind of put there. Yeah. Because it takes anywhere from a six months to a year, I'm going to say maybe two years for your business to really take off. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, but hopefully, you know, everything works out. And then if I just stay, I don't have to go so big that, you know, I'm so well known because to me, that's not about being well known. Right. It goes back to quality. As long as I have quality, I'm good with that. Right, right. I always felt like quality was better than quantity anyway. Yeah, yeah because quantity can dim me down to nothing. Right. But when you have quality people and people that are faithful and loyal to you, that's better than sometimes being in a relationship. Because right. you know that those people are going to come in. That relationship may end tomorrow, but you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it, I'm just keeping it real. Because you know, <laughs> you have to have clients that are loyal to you yes i've had my my longest client that i have Mm -hmm. she's been with me for 38 years wow so i mean to me that's all of my clients that i have now i have very few clients that have been to me i think the shortest time i've had a client is two years she's been coming to me but everybody i've been doing this been coming to me for over 10 years so to me that speaks that speaks volume yes it does I don't have a high turnover. Like, you know, how some clients, people, not some clients, but how some stylists have a high turnover. I don't have that because the one thing that they know about Pat is I'm dependable. Mm-hmm. Early bird catch the worms, and I'm going to do something that most stylists are not going to do right. is I work Sundays and Mondays. Yeah. So a lot of clients, I try to do what the next stylist is not going to do. The right. next stylist is not going to get up early in the morning. The next stylist is, oh, I'm not working on Sunday or Monday. I am. Because right. while you at church, mm-hmm. I'm a praise the Lord all I want to right up in my little, you know, my little studio and I'm a work. Right. Right. So it to me that I, that's what sets me aside. Most stylists. Right. Right. Well, Pat, so, yeah. it's been nice talking to you and nice. Okay, good talking to you too. <laughs> um, <laughs> before we go, can you um, give them your information, how they can contact you? I don't know if you're taking new clients or what, but. I'm only taking new clients in Arizona, not in California. Okay. So, so if they want to come from California to Arizona, they can reach me on Instagram at Divas at Their Best or Vagaro Pat Hair Designs. All right. Or even on Facebook. So, yeah, but the best thing would be probably Instagram, Divas at Their Best. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Pat. And thanks. You're for- welcome. Thank you. Okay, no problem. Anytime. Okay. Okay, have a great day. All right. Bye-bye.